Mental Organized Holistically. My name is Dana L'Oreal Morales and I am your holistic process strategist. I help entrepreneurs and professionals to develop, implement, and streamline processes in both your business and your personal lives so that you can have better work-life balance and integration. Today we are going to talk about prioritizing the things that we have to do in our business. I want to thank Kylie for submitting her question or the issue that she has um, with me. As you guys know, I'd like to post questions in um, various Facebook groups um, asking, you know, what are some of the struggles that you've had with organization and process in your business? And Kylie was gracious enough to respond very succinctly um, to that question. And I just want to read what her response was, and then I will um, get into the training. So her response was being strategic, knowing what I should prioritize and in what order. When starting out, there are so many things to focus on and do that it's hard to know what is the most important thing to do first. And as an entrepreneur, as a side hustler, believe me, I totally get that, Kylie. And so I wanted to help um, hopefully help you in, in this particular situation with this issue, as well as many, many others. So today our topic obviously is about prioritization and I am going to give you a little window into a process and system that I use in my business, um, both in my side hustle and in my full-time business as a project manager or my full-time um, job as a project manager, I use this same technique. Um, so it is proven time and time and time again. Um, and so I just want to share that with you and hopefully this will help you be a little bit more um, efficient in your business. So, um, you know, as a side hustler, and I'm going to focus on side hustlers, obviously, because that is my jam, right? Um, but I really want to, I want to um, lay the scene here. So imagine that you are a side hustler, you have a family, you have a spouse, you have children. And so you have very limited amount of time. And that is one of the biggest issues that side hustlers have. This is one of the most common complaints or concerns that I hear from my clients is how do I find the time? Where do I fit it all in? And as a side hustler, you are wearing every single one of the hats. You don't have a team of people coming to you. In most cases, it is just you working in your business in the small batches or small amount of time that you have throughout your day. Because when you think about the amount of time you have at any given week, I would guesstimate that you have roughly 20 to 25 hours of time to dedicate to your side hustle. Now, for some, you're going to have more and for others, you're going to have less. But just in general, I would guesstimate, you know, that amount of time. And so we need to use it as wisely as possible. So um, the first thing or the first tip that I'm going to give you is to use um, a, a way of working called, a, well, and I'll just say a template called a backlog. In project management, this is a very common concept. And just on a high level form, a backlog is basically a, a dumping ground, for lack of a better terminology, 
a, a, a dumping ground of all the things, of all the information, all of the things that you're supposed to be doing. It's one place where you're pulling from to determine what it is that you're working. So that's the very first thing that I would recommend that you do. Because in a lot of cases, what I find is that people are putting things in multiple places. And so the first battle that you have is figuring out what list am I going to use? You know, if you have lists on your phone and lists in this document and lists in this notepad and lists on this board, how are you determining which list you're actually going to work from on that day? So that's the very first thing I would recommend. Get it all in one place. Now, I like I said, I use what I call the backlog template, and I like to call it for small businesses, the business backlog. And what the business backlog does is it categorizes the things that you need to work on. So in this backlog, um, you'll have kind of a high level description. And, and let me say that this will vary for each person. You adapt this to be your own. But in general, you will have kind of the task name or the um, high level description, for lack of a better word, we're going to call it the task name. Then we're going to have the task detail. That is the description, the, de the, the in the depths, in the weeds description of what it is that you're trying to accomplish with this task. And this can be very high level or it could be broken down. I kind of do a little bit of both. Um, whenever I'm doing this, but if you're just trying to get it all in one place at this point, you can just go high level and break it down later. So you're going to have the task name. You're going to have the task, um, detail. You're going to categorize it. So if what it is you need to do is dealing with the accounting system, then categorize it as accounting. If it has to do with a specific project or launch or something that you're working on, categorize it into that bucket. The important part of you doing this is so that you know um, if, if today I'm planning on working on, let's say, my website development, then I can filter this whole backlog by that column and say, okay, I just want to see tasks related to the website, and then I can prioritize within that list. Okay, so you've got your category column. Um, that we're going to use. And then you want to have a prioritization um, column. And now this column is more high, medium, low um, prioritization segments. Now you could go two levels on this. And, and if you're a Franklin Covey um, student or someone who had, was raised understanding his um, methodology as far as prioritization is concerned, then you may want to have two columns. And the thought process being, if I said that this was a high level priority and there were 30 other things on in my backlog that have a high level priority, how then do I prioritize the things that are in that category? So from that standpoint, you may want to have two levels of priority. Priority um, A would be um, critical, average low, for example, as far as is it something that you have to get done? Is it something that's kind of average, it's nice to have, or just a want to have? You can use those as your category breakdowns, however you want to do it. And then the second or priority B column would have high, medium, low, so that you can then further categorize or prioritize your priority levels and the tasks that you have 
have um, identified. Um, so, okay, so that's the priority column or columns. You want to have a notes column that where you can keep track of what is happening with this particular task. A lot of times when you are working on something, um, and specifically for side hustlers, you only have a small amount of time. And if you hit a stopgap um, or stoppage in the task, then you have to move to something else until you get the response to move on, right? Or until a perfect example of this is maybe you were trying to set up a landing page um, in your landing page system and something wasn't working right. So you had to contact the support team. So you sent the support team a ticket, but they haven't responded yet. So you can't do anything else on that particular task. You need to move on. But you also need to notate in that task what the last step was that you did. What was the last action that you took on that task? So the notes tab, uh, the notes column is extremely important. Okay, so there's several different fields that you can have in the backlog. You can make it yours. If you are a side hustler that happens to have multiple people side hustling on, in the same business, then you may want to have a column that is an assigned to person. Or maybe you want to have a column that tracks who is working on something. So again, if it's out for response, maybe you want a column that is, you know, could be worked on as active as available or it's on hold because, you know, like a status column. Um, maybe it's on hold because you're waiting to hear back from the uh, support team. So you can have a column for status or um, where it is in the process. All of these columns are up to you. They are um, adaptable. All of the things that you collect or find out about each task is up to you and collectible. So that's the first thing that I would do. Now, I don't know if I've already said this, but I do have a template of the backlog template. <laughs> I have a template of the backlog template. I have a backlog template that you can download and use and adapt as you see fit. And you can get that from the show notes. So if you're interested in that, definitely check it out. Okay, so once you have this backlog, now what do you do? How do you prioritize what do you do? So so you've got your backlog, you've dumped everything that you need to do in your business into this backlog, okay? And in some cases, you may not have enough information to fill out all the columns, and that's perfectly fine. As long as you have the task name and the task detail filled out, that's pretty much the, the minimum amount that you need on each row for each task. And then you can begin to go through and categorize and prioritize based on where you are in your journey today. Now, as far as which of these things you're actually going to work on at any one given time, it's important for you to think about what yields you the highest return on investment in your business. Because there are some tasks that really they need to be done, but are they really going to reap any benefits from them? Are they just things that need to be done? Or are they things that are going to bring more customers to you? Are they things that are going to make it easier for a customer to pay you, right? There are going to be there's going to be those tasks that you're like, no, this has to be done today or this has to be done right now. So I want you to look at your task list and be honest with yourself about how important those tasks are in the bottom line of your business. I also want you to think about tasks from a standpoint of 
which ones could you accomplish or which ones do you need to do that will make other tasks obsolete or unimportant? Because sometimes there are tasks that if you knock them out, then all these other tasks that are kind of in between tasks or until we get XYZ done. So if you just focus on getting XYZ done, these other things aren't even necessary anymore and they can just go away. Um, or it will make those tasks easier if you knock this one out. So as you begin to go through and prioritize, think of things from the return on investment and what it ultimately means to your um, overall task um, completion rate, okay? And the uh, a perfect example I can give you is if you're dealing with, let's say you're looking at working on your logo for your business and working on getting your payment processor set up, which of those two tasks is most important? Believe it or not, a lot of people would say, oh, I need my logo. I need to get that done because that's going to be on my invoices. It's going to be on my business cards. It's going to be on so many different things. My response to that is, no, your payment processor, getting that set up is the most important because people will pay you as Dana L'Oreal Morales, right? As you, who you are, but they can't pay you and can't pay you properly and be able to track that properly if you don't have a payment processor set up. If you don't have a bank that is specific to your business and not linked to your personal account, hello, people. If you don't have that set up already, then that needs to be one of the first things that you do to make sure that you are setting your business up properly from the very beginning. And don't start doing things in your business that could lead you down legal to, to face legal problems in the future. So a logo is a nice to have. It's a fun thing to develop. But it is also one of those black holes where business owners fall into focusing on that when it is so not vitally important. That is a that is a task that I would consider to be in the beautification stage. Um, and if you don't know what the five stages of beautification are, then I will put a link in the show notes as well so that you can check that out. But every project, everything that you do should be following the five stages of organizing. And so... For, from a person from a purpose of the the backlog you can have that as a prioritization or a status column to say what you know category it could be a category of where are we in the overall process of my business is this a mindset stage thing is this a you know a, a declutter thing that I need to get rid of these things that are no longer important like where does it fall in the five stages and then um, go from there because that will help you determine if if this is a beautification thing, then it is not important, period. And it needs to be um, lower on your list than your system development stuff, okay? So hopefully that will help you from a standpoint of just getting the things all in one place and not having it in your phone and on your, your note, in your notebooks and on your whiteboards and and, you know, all these different places where we tend to collect tasks and, and do things of that nature, you know, making notes and doing all that. And we've got it in all these separate systems. We need to get it and develop a way of getting it into one place so that you are seeing everything holistically and can then make informed decision as to what really should be the top thing on your list. Now, one of the things or one of the ways that I use the, the business backlog, and again, like I said, 
I use this not only in my side hustle, um, not only with my clients, but I also use this in my my eight to five job. You know, I use this as a project manager on every single project that I work on because it works and because it allows other people to see a window in. So if you have clients that you're working with on a regular basis, you can set up a business backlog for just your work with them. So they know where they are in the process and are you waiting on them or are they waiting on you in getting these things done? So that that client facing backlog could feed into your overall backlog as well. So there's many ways that you can use this system to work for you, um, but and each one is gonna be uniquely set up for you. I wanna make sure that that's abundantly clear because what I need in my business, you may not need all those columns. You may not need that level of detail, right? So it's definitely important that you um, adapt it to you. So how do you use this on a day-to-day -day basis? So on Mondays or once a week, I would recommend that you sit down because, okay, first of all, for the week, you should generally know when your pockets of work are going to be or where they're going to be in your week. So I know if I sit down and think about everything that I have going on this week with meetings and everything else, I know the pockets of time that I have to actually do work in my business. What pockets of time I have to return telephone calls, which ones I have, to, you know, do I have 30 minutes? Do I have an hour? Do I have eight hours? So based on that breakdown or based on that determination, I can look at this backlog and begin to pick things off of the list that I want to focus on for this week. Okay. And so once I identify that, you can have a, a column that says, you know, assigned and put the date or whatever, however, your, your system, however you want to use it, but ultimately you want to identify tasks that you want to accomplish this week and then begin to work on them. As you begin to work on each individual task, as I gave you the example of the support team, if there is something that causes a stoppage, you definitely need to take a note or make a note of where you are, what the next step is, what you're waiting on, because we all know that we tend to have short periods of time where we can work. So let's say that on Monday, I, I reached out to support, we had this issue, I sent it to them, I hadn't gotten a response back. And the next time I looked at this wasn't until Thursday. And Thursday, after having four days of all kinds of stuff going on, I don't remember what I did last on that particular task. Well, if I just look and see the notes that I had before, I know that, oh yeah, I was waiting on support. Did I get an email from support? Maybe I need to go look through my emails and verify or reach out to support and say, hey, I haven't heard from you, right? So it gives you a window as to what where you are and allows you to pick up where you left off without spending ridiculous amounts of time trying to catch yourself up. Because again, that is one of those black holes where we fall because we have to figure out what was the last thing we did and what is the next thing we need to do. So this is going to really help you not only prioritize, but help you continue through the process of finishing things that you have on your list. <clears throat> okay, so we've identified how to figure out what we're gonna work on for the week, how we knock things off, how we mark, you know, we complete them, we make notes, we complete them. So let's talk about how do we equate this to, so the template that I'm giving you 
is based in Excel, okay, or Google Sheets or whatever Mac's equivalent is to Excel and Google Sheets. Now, for some of you all, your question is going to be, well, I use Asana or I use Trello or I use FreeCamp. How do I equate this sheet to those systems? And this is what I'm going to tell you. I always believe that you should start with the manual process first to make sure that it is working for you and you understand it. That being said, I understand if you already have a system in place that you don't want to go outside of that system. So there are ways for you to develop the same type of process in those systems. Myself, I already know the system works, so I don't have to do it manually. So I basically set this up to work in FreeCamp for me. And FreeCamp just has a way, it, it has the functionality that I can add fields to each of my cards or what is considered a card, the task. And so I can collect certain information on each task um, using those fields that I made up in the task. And so that way, the, the actually whatever would have been captured in the sheet is captured in each of the task cards. And then I can set the priority to say, okay, high, medium, low. And I can also tag it to say what category it's gonna fall into. So there's a way for you to adapt it to your project management system for your task system in most cases. And I'll just say, if you're using Asana, Trello, or FreeCamp, more than likely there's a way for you to adapt it to utilize that system. If you're using something else, I can't speak to that without seeing it, okay? So um, just FYI, I knew that, I know that question may come up, so I wanted to go ahead and address it. Now, you know what I always say, I want you to definitely stay organized and I want you to do something today that will help to fill your happiness bucket. I hope you guys have a great one. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.